any perspective on this issue. He rejects popular assumptions that people frequently join up, fight, and die for terrorist groups due to mental problems, poverty, brainwashing, or savvy recruitment efforts by jihadist organizations. Instead, he argues, young people adrift in a globalized world find their own way to ISIS, looking to don a social identity that gives their lives significance. Groups of dissatisfied young adult friends around the world, often with little knowledge of Islam, but yearning for lives of profound meaning and glory, typically choose to become volunteers in the Islamic State Army in Syria and Iraq, Atran contends. Many of these individuals connect via the Internet and social media to form a global community of alienated youth seeking heroic sacrifice, he proposes. Preliminary experimental evidence suggests that not only global terrorism, but also festering state and ethnic conflicts, revolutions, and even human rights movements, think of the U.S. civil rights movement in the 1960s, depend on what Atran refers to as devoted actors. These individuals, he argues, will sacrifice themselves, their families, and anyone or anything else when a volatile mix of conditions are in play. First, devoted actors adopt values they regard as sacred and non-negotiable, to be defended at all costs. Then, when they join a like-minded group of non-kin that feels like a family, a band of brothers, a collective sense of invincibility and special destiny overwhelms feelings of individuality. As members of a tightly bound group that perceives its sacred values under attack, devoted actors will kill and die for each other. His team's studies of devoted actors may help to explain why a growing number of people from around the world are leaving their families and home nations to join ISIS. Congressional and United Nations reports suggest that by October 2015, nearly 30,000 recruits from more than 100 countries had become fighters in Syria and Iraq, primarily for the Islamic State. The rise of the Islamic State is a revolutionary movement of historic proportions, Atran says. Many of its members are devoted actors with an apocalyptic belief that they must destroy the world to save it. That uncompromising vision feeds off the promise of a global caliphate, a joint political and Islamic entity that kills or controls non-believers, that will bring on the end of the world and replace it with God's true kingdom. Volunteers to that cause have participated in more than 50 terror attacks in 20 countries since June 2014. Muslim militants carried out 450 suicide bombing attacks in 2015, with 174 attributed to the Islamic State. Atran's research may provide a rare tool to study soldiers' will to fight, whether or not their Islamic State adherents, says psychologist and terrorism researcher John Horgan of Georgia State University in Atlanta. Too many investigators have dismissed those deemed to be terrorists as either incomprehensible or not even worthy of understanding, Horgan says. At the time of the Kodila battle, the Islamic State controlled hundreds of thousands of square kilometers in the Middle East. It had successfully defended a 3,000-kilometer-long military front stretching from Iraq to Syria against multinational forces. It's certainly possible to destroy the Islamic State with overwhelming military might, Atran says, but that approach would come at a price. It would leave a fragmented Sunni Muslim world from which the Islamic State arose, 
as well as a global pool of passionate young men and women seeking liberation through sacrifice and martyrdom. A military takedown alone might trigger a volcanic resurgence of rebels with a cause, even readier for doomsday, he predicts. Sacred apocalyptic values are best opposed by the spread of deeply held life and freedom affirming values that supporters are willing to defend unconditionally, Atran argues. The Kurds have had success with this approach. In the Middle East, only Kurdish people living in northern Iraq have consistently held off Islamic State attacks. The Kurds, Atran finds, display a will to fight equal to that of captured Islamic State fighters. As important as guns and other material support are to a military operation, an indomitable will to fight may be even more crucial, he says. Both the Islamic State and the Kurdish army have achieved considerable military success.